Welcome in hey, and welcome under. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Under the Apron. Under the Apron, the podcast where we expose the pink underbelly of the service industry. My Ooh. goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yo, Synthwave. I know I talk about it all the time, but I fucking love it. Fucking yeah, man. friend of the show, John. He's got his band Louvers. Check it out. Yeah. New album. I'm on it. I'm doing some uh, weird, like, creepy monster voice kind of shit it's are like, you really yeah yeah it's cool it's cool that's fucking uh, dope man but yeah l-o-v-e-r-s louvers.bandcamp.com check it yeah, out yeah it's really good i don't really i don't usually listen to music like that but i, I actually really like it yo i don't really dope. listen to music like that either to be honest and i like it i actually i'm following like five different synthwave twitter accounts now because of him <laughs> I, it, I don't even know how it happened he's good Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Under the Apron and tweet at us, Instagram at us. Is that a thing? I don't know. But Instagram at us. Yeah, you know, do that. Yeah. So just just off the bat, normally we do have a guest, but tonight you we don't. It is just me and Sloppy Joe over here. That's uh, right, so you're baby. stuck with just us. Um, so we're still going to have a little story time. We'll uh, let Laurent tell a story and then we're gonna talk some news like we usually do and do a little topic roulette and it's been a while um without a guest so you know it should be interesting and hey i guess it should be shorter so there's that advantage for you guys. yeah listen, congratulations listening. guys yeah you less, have to listen less. As long. Right, less right. is more uh, and congratulations because so, there's nothing except you know to get away from the true foundation of this podcast which is the two of us i'm sure you guys have been listening to the last couple episodes going who the fuck is this other person that's getting away from just listening to chris and Laurent all the time guess what we heard what you had to say we took in that feedback and now it's just chris and i so you're welcome Yo, it took me a minute to even follow where you were going with that. I was like, what the fuck's he talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure so anyway, uh, I am Chris. This is my co-host, Billy Bob Broccoli. And Ooh, uh, we're excited to be here. Uh, let's talk news. Let's just jump right into it. You know what I mean? Okay, Why let's fuck do around? it. I mean, Wait, we're, do we're going news first or stories first? New uh, oh, whatever you want. I was I was going to know news first. Right, let's go news. Let's do it. All right. Go so. On. Uh, in the news, at least that's what I wrote in the show doc here. In the news, uh, I got two stories. One's good, one's bad, and they're both from the armpits of America. One is Florida, Ooh. one's from Texas. Okay. No offense to our listeners in Texas and Florida. I'm sure there's a lot yeah. of them. Um, so the, in Texas, uh -huh. this actually happened like uh, a month or so ago, but like the, the trial and like all types of shit has been ongoing. It's like stayed in the news where... This woman got takeout um, from, I want to say it was a Mexican restaurant, though I could be wrong. And her, she said her soup wasn't hot enough or something. And she was so mad. There's video of this, too. So you can watch this at your leisure, uh, everyone out there. This woman is really upset because she says the soup's not hot enough, which the soup is like crazy hot. She, she goes back in. She's like loses her shit she's screaming yelling she's throwing shit she throws this hot soup into this woman's face uh like her nose is bleeding is that a fucking dog yeah <laughs> sound like a fucking squeak toy <laughs> anyway um dog made me lose my concentration yeah <laughs> um oh anyway so so she got like second degree burns like all over her fucking face and what 
Yeah, I mean, it was like crazy. And this woman got arrested. Um, she's facing up to a year in jail. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so, so more, she's she's like. arguing about the, the soup's not hot enough. So then they yeah. make it even hotter. And no, they don't even gets- make it. She didn't even, I don't think they even got a chance to fix her order. She like lost her mind. She literally went out to the car. It was a takeout order. She comes charging back in like, like a bull and just goes nuts at the counter. And I think they were trying to give her, her money back and she wasn't having it. And then she threw hot soup in the lady's face. Oh, oh she's doing it at somebody else. Oh, that's at the, at the cashier, the woman, the, the woman crazy. running the restaurant. I think she might have been the owner as well. But looks like there's a lot of corn in this soup from the picture. There's a, there's a freeze frame from the, the counter with the soup spilled all over it uh, <laughs> from the surveillance video. And it looks like a corn soup. If I have oh, to. my God. Anyway. Dude, that- yeah. Go ahead. Oh, my God. I hate Dude, you. we are killing it. Uh, it. That reminds me of a joke. I think I stole it from a movie. Uh, it's a waiter goes up um, to see serving this old Jewish man. And he goes up and he says, hey, how's the soup? And, and the old guy goes, taste the soup. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Wait, what's it from? It's from fucking coming to America, dude. Okay. All right. I don't know you're going to tell right. a joke right. from coming to America. I mean, I love that fucking joke. Who, I mean, who doesn't? But it's also more of a sight gag. You really got to see the guy sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll leave this in because I feel like if you listen to this, you've seen coming to America. You don't need to so. do the whole if thing. If you haven't, and go watch it just for that joke alone. Yeah. Turn, movie. turn this movie. fucking shit off. Go yeah. watch coming to America right yeah. now. If you in your life priorities have chosen to listen to this episode before watching the movie coming to america i will be the first one to tell you that you have your priorities wrong yeah Go watch don't watch movie. the sequel it's awful oh it's really fucking bad oh it's horrible i couldn't even finish it anyway also update on this news story so it wasn't because the soup wasn't hot enough i'm sorry i misquoted it's because the soup was so hot that oh. the lid melted a little bit and okay. so she knew it was this hot okay so, gotcha. so she's even worse really well, I love a news story that while you're telling it just has new additions that change. the. It's whole called foundation. breaking news, bro. <laughs> breaking news, guys. Breaking that's, news. That's the literally an, was an too entire hot. industry. It <laughs> it's literally an industry. I'm I, the news broke here first. All right. <laughs> you heard it. I mean, you heard it here first, didn't you? That's, I did. It's the first time I've heard. Well, and, there and you go. So, so many I different, broke that so many story different stories. You. <laughs> you guys are welcome. And this is what happens when we don't have a guest. You really get down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. All right. We're going to another story. We're going to Gainesville, <laughs> Florida this time. And it was a diner. This one's a po- more of a positive, despite it being in Florida, as much as we love Florida. Uh, so it was a um, a seafood spot in Gainesville. And this guy wanted to tip. He decided to tip him $10,000. And he, just, he said he wanted it was like for this is right before Christmas. And he um, told everyone to share it, you know, and they put it on his credit card and the owner was like, yeah, well, just check his ID and make sure it's his credit card and go for it. And fucking so they all got 10 grand and they and they shared it and everything. It was it was great. And everyone was that's fucking happy. dope. And there was like there was no reason for it, it was just the, the holidays or something. Yeah, just for whatever. Then I don't even think they say the person's name. Um, that's dope, man. I love that shit. I think he's just a, I think um, or he or she was. Oh, it was a family. I guess I think they're I think they're regulars. Gotcha. Uh, is what it is. That's amazing. I, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd like to believe if I ever had that type of throw around money that I'd be doing that a lot. But who knows what? What? I don't know if we've ever oh, covered sure. this, but what, what's the most you've ever gotten in, as one tip? Uh, I mean, in the thousands, because it would have been for a big party. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 
So yeah, I've never got. I don't think I've ever really gotten one. Like you get like nice tips. Actually, do you know what this kid? Uh, th- this past weekend was a really nice guy who lives in uh, my neighborhood and works at his own his family's restaurant and somehow has just money to throw around. I guess because his parents own a restaurant, but probably stealing he, from his parents. Probably, um, <laughs> you know, but who am I to He's judge? Double drop. Uh, he he came in and it was more like, "Hey, happy holidays!" and like bought bought one round and then just tipped us a hundred bucks on it. So that's nice. Yeah, that's good stuff. I like that. Yeah, it really is. It is. Um, all right, let's shift gears to a story um, that Sloppy Joe is going to regale us with. Sloppy Joe. All right. So uh, the story I have for you today, ladies and gentlemen, is about a bar i work at a bar in williamsburg the owners of that bar own uh, uh, several other establishments in the neighborhood and the first one that they ever opened was a gay bar that's right around the corner for from where i am and that was like 15 years ago and in williamsburg brooklyn that it's really come up very quickly so prior to its gentrification hipster whatever it was like a lower middle class neighborhood old school italians old school dominicans so for the first, the, they opened this gay bar, right? Directly across the street from this place called the Jiglio Boys. And the Jiglio Boys, it literally says it outside on the thing. And it's just like this like men's hangout, but it, it's essentially a fucking, it's mafia. Because a lot of mafia actually came up in that neighborhood. And there's still like the, 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 uh, the brother of uh, the real character of Donnie Brasco lives in the neighborhood, comes into my bar. Like there's some old- Is there a this- sign on the building? Yeah, it says how is Giglio spelled? G I G I L I O, I believe. Cool. I don't fucking know. Anyway, <laughs> just curious. So, so basically, essentially, there's like a mob hangout that's on literally across the street from them. They open the bar, uh, a, a gay bar in this neighborhood before it was end, what it is now, when that really wasn't uh, something that people were expecting. These guys come into the bar on the first day that they're open, the Giglio boys. They like slap up the fucking staff. And they're like, we don't want you. Wait, when was this? This is 15 years ago. Oh, right, right. You said that. Yeah. We don't want you gay people in our fucking neighborhood. We we don't want an establishment like this. You guys get the fuck out of our neighborhood, right? Literally, they know the guy who owned the place, who also owned the place that I work for, who's recently passed, uh, was like old school IRA. Okay. So he he gets a couple of, he, he finds out about it. Gets a couple of his guys. They show up the next day. They kick in the door to the Jiglio boys. They put a gun to their head. They they take them out into the middle of the street and they pistol whip them in the street. What? And they're like, don't ever fucking step foot in our bar again. And that was it. That And like that gay bar has been around is like a fucking staple of the neighborhood now. For Were you there years. for this? No, no, this is all. I mean, you know, folklore, but that, right. I've worked through for the company for so long that like. Right, right. And, and also live in the neighborhood. So it's, I've heard it. So this times. is not documented in the news, though. Like no one got arrested. Not, not that I'm aware of. No, but it's it's definitely like a well-known story. And it's That's just such an interesting thing to think like the first gay bar, you know, a the Was fact this guy that, gay. No, he's not. And, and yeah. the, the reality about the situation of him, I don't I never really knew him, but. From what I can tell, he doesn't give a fuck about the LGBTQ community. He just knows he can make money off, um, ah. off of gay bars. But either way, just a funny thing. The first gay bar to open, A, not funny, the fact that they're, that these types of people would show up and, and try to shut them down. But the, that like that they started from having to go into a mob hangout and like put guns to people's heads and pistol yeah. with them and shit. It's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So don't fuck with the LGBTQ, baby. <laughs> 
So here's some other news that's more personal news uh, for us. Chris is getting married. It's true. I got the save the date. I got all of it. I got the, the Chris getting married. <laughs> and and how did Chris? Why don't you tell the the fine people out there how you chose to send out the uh, the save the dates? Um. So it's it looks just like Michael Scott's. Um. What the hell? Uh, golden ticket from the office. Yeah. Which is a which is a, a spinoff of the golden ticket from Willy Wonka. So it's literally sure. you get a golden ticket to. Uh, um, though I actually funny. fucking hate Willy Wonka, like with a passion. <laughs> what the, why would you use that then? Because from because the office, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's where my that's where it ends for me. Yeah, Willy sure. Wonka, the or movie or whatever it's called. I think that's actually Michael called Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Um, but it, it's fucking terrifying, like, terrifying. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you're not the only person who I've actually heard. Oh, of course, everyone's because it's fucking terrifying. Fucking Gene Wilder in that tunnel scene with the crazy imagery, man. Yo, I don't ever want to see that ever again. The rest of my life, I never I really will. like that movie, but I also really like. Raul Dahl. So I I read it. I read the Raul Dahl, the author. Yeah, because he wrote Charlie and Chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't it called the Glass Elevator though. No, that was that was another one. That was the other one. That was the second. I I didn't read his shit. My sister was into it though, so I was obsessed. I heard about. Um. Also, other big news. (laughs) I'm a I'm a vape guy now. (laughs) Oh Jesus, that's definitely not news. Big time. I like nicotine vape, like real vape, like kids vape. I I quit cigarettes. Like the high school vape. Like Like literally, they taste like bubble gum. I feel like a fucking just the biggest tool on the planet. You look like it. I didn't know that was. I didn't know that was a nicotine one. That's embarrassing. Thinking about speaking of Virgin Islands, every time I go into a vape store, I feel like I'm in a fucking Virgin Island. It's all like the the corniest people on the planet. But fuck it, man, I like it. I've only been in one once, and it was because someone else needed to get something and it was the weirdest <laughs> it was like a nice one too so yeah. it was like it was like fancy like glass lit shelves essentially it was like a dispensary but with vape and it was Dude, everyone so, out here so each dumb. one here is like just giant neon signs and fucking like the corniest little kids in there but hey it is what it is well now you have to quit vaping at some point because you look like an idiot so <laughs> all right let's uh what you got no, when i said when i turn 40 i'll quit all right what if you don't make it uh, well, you're gonna die a vapor. I'm gonna die a vapor. A vapor. <laughs> <laughs> die in the um, clouds. All right, so we're gonna do a topic roulette, which I mentioned at the top of the show. It essentially, is um, I have a topic, Laurent has a topic. We're gonna do five minutes each. Usually, we do a little longer when we have a guest, but you know, with only two voices in the room, you know, you know, you don't want to hear that much of us. Um, <laughs> we don't, we do not share these topics ahead of time. I'll let you go first. You, you start us off. All right, so my topic is oh i had two i was trying to decide between um what is the best meal slash best service you've ever had mm. it could it doesn't have to be the same answer look at you blowing vape vapor <laughs> out of your nostrils like an idiot all right hold on i'm gonna start the timer <laughs> you distracted <laughs> me with that fancy shit yo you ever see like the videos of them doing that shit on youtube Dude, in the, or whatever? the cloud shit yeah man. They, yeah they have like uh competitions i'm out here i'm gonna i'm gonna do it next I bet. Anyway, what's uh best meal, best service? Doesn't have to be the same meal. Uh, meal wise, and it, it is uh, me You're and my say ex- steak abuab out of your apron, <laughs> like dipping ketchup. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was stealing food off the plates of customers at the restaurant Chris and I used to work at. No, um, my ex and I went to Nashville uh, to hang out with her friends and they brought us to this place in East Nashville. And I can never remember the name. It's like mother bees or something. And I Nashville. Uh, I, neither do I, but, and, and uh, they had a guest chef and, and I guess he was kind of like a celebrity, whatever, 
we ordered like a bunch of small plates and every, so we're sharing every dish that comes out and we're all high as fuck. We've all smoked a shit ton of weed before we got out there. So we have the first dish and we're like, whoa, that was really fucking good. Right. And then the second dish comes out and we're like, yo, this is better than the first one. The third one. I mean, it honestly, truly, I think it was the best meal. And, but because we were so high, we can't be like, is this because we're high or is it because it's so good? But also because there so was, you don't so have many, a real accurate, you don't have, so, but no, no, but because there were so many dishes, we have, it, it finally just became clear to us like, holy shit, this is really fucking good. And what kind like, of food was it? Like Americana, but like really kind of like fancy shit. I, I honestly, I don't remember. It's already fancy because you put the A on the end. Uh-huh, exactly. And But the funniest thing is at the end of that, we're so impressed by the meal and we're so high that we asked the waiter to, you know, we're just like, yo, compliments to the chef, please. Like to let him know that we, we really like the meal. And he comes out and the starts chef? talking. Yeah. And starts talking to us. And my, the friends that we were with are like low, low end semi-famous musicians so as soon as he hears that he's like really into it and he's super socially awkward and it becomes this really fucking awkward thing where he's way overstaying his welcome and we're all so fucking high that we can't tell him to like leave the table oh you were and at the table we're, so we're at a table i thought you were like leaving though i thought you were like on the way no, out no no like, no, no we're still at the oh table. so you he couldn't really walk to, away we couldn't walk away and uh, he's just hovering over us and he's uh, like asking them all these questions about their music and for a little bit was okay but then it just was like what the fuck are we here to talk about all we wanted to tell you was the food was good and right. he just like wouldn't leave and it was like it just became a fucking nightmare especially because i was so high i was like please get the fuck out of here dude i could yeah i couldn't take it so he ruined the meal but it, but best food <laughs> i think i've ever had that's great um, i only been in nashville once and i got ribs and they were fucking great they were <laughs> not the best meal i ever had but they were good <laughs> there you go um service wise man i, I honestly i there's nothing really coming to mind i i you're like uh, i never waited on myself exactly there you go no I, I i wish i had something specific to say but i i love the i'm the type who like loves the dive bar bartender who just like throws you your beer and doesn't doesn't chat you up and just does sure, that sure. So, i'm not you know, you know i'm looking for anyone to scoop my food for me but you know exactly. i like some good service sometimes sure. it's well, not what's, like what's, you, what's, your, what's your favorite so service? my best meal i actually shifted while you were speaking because i thought of one that was like really fucking amazing was and it was also in a weird place it was hollywood florida and it was an italian restaurant and I was there for work. And so we're already like, obviously, already I'm not paying, which is, not, you know, that makes every meal a little bit better. And the guy, one of the guys I was with, it was a pretty big group, was ordering just tons of wine, like really good wine. And then we got like a we got like a 64 ounce truffle salt uh, ribeye for an appetizer. And I was like, this is going to get nuts. And then we got like more different, just like full main course entrees as appetizers. And then my entree was asobuco. So I had like a full like veal shank after all this. It was fucking nuts. Um, the other one I was going to say is I had a steak once in Belgium. That was like the best steak I've ever had in my life. That <laughs> It like lives with me all the time. I think about it constantly. I constantly check the Internet to make sure that the restaurant is still open and didn't close so I can get back to fucking, you know, Belgium at some point <laughs> and to Did have Belgium it. have good food in general. Uh, I thought so. Yeah, their street yeah. food was nuts, dude. We went to a couple of like food trucks. I don't even know what half the shit I had was. I mean, I have pictures of it so I could find out if I asked somebody, but it was amazing. Amazing. They're hot dogs. We got a hot dog on the street. It was like in a baguette. It was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that was my first trip there when I realized that everything was better there. And I like blew my mind. 
Um, yeah, oh, shit. We're almost out of time. So the best service that I was going to say was at, you know, Fogo de Chao. I know I'm saying it wrong, but the Brazilian steakhouse or whatever. The one yeah. in Chicago, they're fucking nuts. I mean, this was many years ago, too, and people cared more. Right. Um, ooh, you hear that? <laughs> was that the car horn? No, it's not. Oh, I switched it, it up. <laughs> yeah, you're all edgy over there with the vape. I had to put on the motorcycle. <laughs> Can you imagine seeing like a badass guy get off a motorcycle and just like blow a big cloud of vape? I think I have <laughs> seen that, man. He I just mean, loses it... all his street cred right away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's wearing a jean jacket, not a leather jacket. <laughs> all right. You got something? I do. Um, so I, I wanted to just talk about what what's still very prevalent right now and i don't know obviously you're not in the industry anymore so it doesn't necessarily immediately affect you but i would be interested if it does from like a customer's perspective uh the the work shortage that is happening and has been happening for the past year in the service industry in new york city like for those of you who aren't well aware of what's going on or in new york city from new york city or haven't heard about it in some way um when the first shutdown happened a lot of people left New York city, but one of the, the fields that was most immediately hit was service industry people. Cause they, you can't work from home. There's no other income and New York's an expensive place. And it's otherwise you're basically living in a closet. If there's nothing, if you can't go outside. So a lot of like half the staff that I worked with, they're all gone. They've moved to other States and they've never come back. And that's happened a lot. And so ever since the bars and restaurants have started to reopen, they, they are it, New York used to be a place where like you couldn't get a bartending gig. So you're talking you about like a worker shortage, a worker shortage. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. When, when you say work shortage, I thought you meant there wasn't enough work to go around. No, no. Like, worker that seems, shortage. That seems opposite. Worker. Gotcha. Shortage. Gotcha, it's, it's, gotcha. Complete opposite. So like New York City was one of those places where like you had to have two years on your resume of, of oh, bartending yeah. and blah, all this shit before you could even have a chance. When I first moved here, it was ridiculous. I'm like, guys, it's uh, the table is the same as it is in every state, man. Like, exactly. let's go. Right. Oh, it was nuts. It must it, have New York experience. But and it's because it's just such a like there's so there's such a huge population of people who need that that supplemental income. And there's a lot of artists and all that stuff. So there's always just like too many people trying to be uh, servers and bartenders and not enough space for them. And now it's completely flipped on its head and bars and restaurants cannot get good staff like my bar that I work at. They've employed two or three people who've never bartended before. Now they're fucking fully bartending. One of them has been promoted to a manager within three months of never, ever working in a restaurant or bar ever before. And the same thing's going on at at the other place that I work at. It's impossible for them to find people, let alone good people. Really? Yeah. Maybe I should go back. I'm fucking a year from now. I'll be owning a place. Dude, you could for sure. (laughs) 100% or at least busboy. But uh, (laughs) I, I, you know, so it's really interesting to see that just happening because it's fascinating. It's also frustrating as an employee because I not nothing against people who need the work who are, who are getting these jobs, but like what's happened both as an as as an employee of a bar and also as somebody who goes out to eat and goes to bars a lot. What I've noticed is a really like downshift in service because these people just yeah. haven't done it before or they're overworked. They don't have it. Like they're getting like five, six shifts a week. Cause they have nobody else to cover these shifts. So like, and you feel it like yeah. uh, my friends and I have talk about it all the time. Like the service is just shittier. Uh, and it, it, so it's a, it's a pretty crazy thing. And I, I, I wonder when, or if, you know, that population of people are going to come back to New York and sort of start to fill that, that void again. I, it's just, it's a, it's a new world out here. It's, it's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, I, I have noticed that, service is shittier 
uh, at least at the couple of spots that I've been to, uh, like for dinner or whatever, um, especially since one of them was in Midtown. So I was meeting some people who were from out of town. Um, otherwise, normally, you know, obviously no one wants to go to dinner in Midtown. Uh, <laughs> and like the fucking so, and like, the dude kept bitching and whining, too, about how he was working all day and how or yeah, he hadn't had a break or that there's someone called out. And it was like, like, I mean, I understand. I, I, I totally understand the, the struggle. Uh, but like, I don't, I don't want to hear about it. Like, yeah. I didn't come to dinner to hear your problems, man. Right. right I came to right. dinner to forget about my problems because I don't right. want to cook fucking dinner even. That's not how this works. Right, right. I know, right? Like, I'm yeah. paying you. You shut up. Right. Don't bitch to me. Uh, no. It was the whole time, too. It was nuts. Um, <laughs> Next time that happens, be like, yo, this is not the place to bitch when you're a server. You don't. You're not allowed to tell me about your problems, but there is a great podcast that you can listen to and then <laughs> try to, yeah. to offer your you can tell them your stories. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But so but as far as worker shortage, I have noticed it outside of the service industry, like with airlines, stuff like that, like, you know, a lot of travel woes, not not personally for me a lot, but, like, you know, flights getting canceled and all types of shit because they don't have. Yeah. Well, it's called the people. great resi- great resignation. Right. Great resignation. Just, yeah. 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 Uh, it's it's, it's happening. News. It's happened across the board. But it, I, I I mean, obviously, because I'm in it, uh, maybe right. that's why it's so specific to me. But the it's it's a just jarring to see 20 a seconds. place like New York City have this happen. And then I also just like yeah. wondering when or if it's ever going to come back to anything close to what it used to be. But uh, hey, yeah. good news is if you're out there and you need a job and you're listening to this anytime re- soon, go go try to get your bartending job now because it's yeah. the easiest time it'll ever be. Now's the time. It's like getting Bitcoin 10 years ago. But exactly. <laughs> vroom, vroom, Bitcoin. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Bitcoin. Yeah, not a sponsor. <laughs> do you understand it? No, neither do we. But buy it now. It'll probably be more money later. Get your NF, get your hands on your under the apron NFTs as well. Oh, um, we got to start that. Yeah, but you got to figure out what it is, and then you can start it. All right. It's just a picture of you right now, which is like just almost just your forehead on my on my laptop. My chair is super low. (laughs) I know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, because the arms they hit so slow. (laughs) Anyway, uh, speaking of NFTs and um, Bitcoin, check us out at Twitter at Under the Apron and Instagram, same handle. Uh, let us know. You know, best service you ever had, best meal you ever had, or. Tell us all about how there's not enough bartenders out there. Uh, yeah. And and also, guys, just in general, you know, as we're moving along, what we would really love uh, once we start getting you guys out here listening and, and participating is to is to hit us with questions. And I'm sure that we'll, we'll create yeah. a little corner to, like, field your questions and answer question them. Question corner. End, question corner. But uh, at, at the end of the day, you know, it that's what this is about. It's not about Chris and I, if we wanted to talk, we could just go hang out in Queens. Uh, if you know, we, we want to hear your thoughts. We want to know what, what, what questions you have, what comments you have. Um, I'm sure most of you guys are funnier than us anyway. So love to have, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. funnier than Chris. Sorry. Uh, but and, any comedy know, so, school graduates out there. Oh yeah. So you're definitely a bartender if that's the case. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So at least we, I didn't we, quote, quote a quote a coming to America joke. <laughs> <laughs> Just stealing content. Well, uh, yeah. Hit us up. I'm the Carlos Mencia of, of service industry. Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, here, here's a thought, Chris. And I, I think I ran this past you at some point a while ago, but that I want to chuck out in, in the world and start getting some heat behind, which is if we get, we need to think about what the number is 10,000 listeners, 20,000 listeners, whatever. Uh, if we get to a certain point, 
we need to get tattoos of what did we decide something, something related to the podcast maybe the viewer maybe at that that's point, a, that sounds change. like a very low number but I, I there's a number where i would be on board okay we can talk about that and if you're we can, listening we'll figure it think, out yeah you want to think about a good number or you want to think yeah about hit us tattoo. up with your number suggestion or your tattoo suggestions come up with a good tattoo so chris can finally have one good tattoo <laughs> right right it says this guy get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here it's ridiculous coming out of your mouth I why don't you just go vape all right I have a tattoo of the word passion on my crotch for those of you who don't know. That's me, not so. even your worst one. I exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. so this has been fun. This has been fun. Next time we'll probably uh, have a guest. Um, wait, one last right. thought before yeah. we before we sign off. Of course, of course you always uh, have to have one we happen thought. to be recording on the coldest day so far of the year. It's oh yeah, man. It's not horrible outside right now. Just uh just the worst. Did you go um, outside? I did. I've been out a couple of times. I didn't go outside. Um, not not great uh but so i was just curious real quick do you have any like w- shitty weather related stories that have to do with work me yeah i were you there when when the, um, the hurricane hit and the fucking the crane came down and we had to be like evacuated from no the, i was from the old restaurant i was stuck in rhode island that shit was crazy. i heard about it but no i yeah. wasn't there when when the the restaurant that chris and i worked at what was the name of the hurricane that really fucked up uh new york it was Superstorm Stan- Sandy. Superstorm Sandy. We were working on the day that it hit the city and 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 some of the staff obviously at, at that at the restaurant and it started to come in and there was a huge construction like a crane that was like 50 fucking stories up just yeah. up the block and the wind blew the crane off so that it was like dangling and it became a bent. huge Yeah, they bent it bent the crane so now it's a fucking huge uh issue. Also the the storm in general had had like fucked up all the subways a, a lot of electricity there was no way of for, for getting home i lived in brooklyn and that restaurant was in manhattan so they ended up having to like evacuate us from the restaurant and get us hotel rooms at this hotel nearby and it was just us the staff just hanging out at this hotel ended up being kind kind of fun but uh that's fun definitely a little fucking terrifying also well to close on a hurricane note i guess <laughs> thanks for stopping by check us Thank out again you. on instagram and I wasn't talking to you i was talking to the listeners No, I was also talking to the listeners. (laughs) Thank Uh, you for stopping by. And thank you. And check us out on Instagram (laughs) and under the apron and Twitter. Yay. Chris is getting married. Yay. (laughs)